Hey, what's up, y'all? This your girl, Tori Hart, and I just finished my interview with Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, and you don't want to miss it. I'm talking about all the good shit. I'm talking about a little bit of dirt. I'm getting a little grimy. We talking about Hollywood. We talking about my ex. We talking about my new man. Y'all want to check it out. Jason, okay, he was a little messy, of course. Gio, that's my bro, so he had my back. And Melissa Ford, I just love her. She's so beautiful. She had the good topics popping. Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. It's your boy, Giovanni. Hola. And we have our friend, Tori Hart, in the building. Hey, Tori. Hey, Tori. What's up? So, <laughs> how was your Memorial Day weekend? Because we saw each other in Vegas. We hung out in Vegas. So, how was the rest of your weekend? It was good. Yeah? Had a good time, yeah. Partied a little bit more. I ain't stayed for the strip club, though. I'm sorry I missed you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looked like y'all was having a good time. Mm, not <laughs> really. It was a lot of people, but it, there was a lot of conflict to manage, so I was working. Oh. Yeah, we, it was Love & Hip Hop reunion at the mm. club, so okay. anytime you put Any a bunch fights? of- Almost. 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 Ooh, Almost. Damn. Almost. Who? Who almost Erica Mena, she was going to throw a bottle. I don't know who and she who? was. who? I don't know. She thought the cameras were rolling? I think a lot of people did. Wait, you were, okay. were you on? Did, did you? Because I don't know what happened. After about a few drinks, I was on stage with Usher. Did you get up? You, you were on stage as well. I got you on stage. You did. Okay, Damn. wait, wait. That's deep. That was deep. I said after a few drinks, I knew okay. I was up there. I, the process of having the drink and getting on stage, I forgot momentarily. <laughs> Two Chains was there. What do you think about Two Chains? You know what? He was a little rude. He was. And then I had to let him know who I was, and then he calmed down real quick. He humbled himself <laughs> Damn, as uh, Kendrick Lamar wow. says. What happened? I know, and you know what? And I had to tell him, like, yo, Two Chains, I really support you. Like, I done bought your albums. I was down with you since you was Titty Boy. Titty Boy. Okay, Duffel Bag Boy, don't forget. Like, I've been down with you since then. And then he was like, oh, my bad, you How know. Was he rude? Because he was like, take the picture, because I was like, I want a picture. And you know, like I, I'm actually a fan. Well, you fan. didn't say it like that. You were really nice. You were like, "Hey, yeah. can we take a picture?" And I'm not a groupie. I was a fan. Like I really supported this man. So if right. I spend my money on somebody, like take the fucking picture. <laughs> and that's that's the bottom line. Like I'm putting money in you and your kids' pocket. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, you know, he he recantered, mm -hmm. and uh, he got himself together. Yeah, because I feel like he was cool. He he did one of these, and you know, all of that. Queen, and, black queen. Yeah, you know. But sometimes these, these niggas be getting fucked up. Yeah, you got you to be reminded. <laughs> She's what a little I, firecracker over there. Well, listen, what I, what I love was going into rehab. You know, they were charging astronomical prices, and I'm not paying no... T I'll pay 200 to go see a Beyonce concert, probably, but mm -hmm, I get free mm -hmm. tickets to that. Yeah. I ain't paying $200 to go see nobody at rehab. But we, we finessed our way in. When I tell you we yeah. put... We put young Keith to work over here. Mm. We went down and we talked to the people and, you know, we were ushered in and no pun intended. Mm. And we had a good time. It's a lot yeah. of pressure. I, I had a ball. It's a, a lot of time. pressure trying yeah. to get into a hot club on Memorial Day weekend in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. not not when you're Toy Harden. Of course. All of us from. Yeah. But that was $200 they were charging for guys or just everybody? Everybody. Damn. They, was they really charging that everybody. much? 200 Damn, and we got in free and was just All on eight the of stage us. doing whatever the hell we eight. wanted. Damn. We had a good time. Okay. okay, so for those not knowing who we're talking to, you're sleeping under a rock because Tori Hart has been around for a while. Mm -hmm. Actress. Mm -hmm. um, are you a model yet? Because you be on Instagram like a model. You're in that bikini. Mm -hmm. You and Hazel. You know what? I just, you know what? I said, let me just go ahead and fucking play the goddamn game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Melissa, I was so against it. And then I was like, you I know feel you, girl. Because, you know, because hoes be winning. Well, I mean, and hoes do be winning. 
winning. <laughs> like, look at the fucking Kardashians. They winning so much, they didn't turn Bruce into one. That's so <laughs> oh, So she is a comedian. <laughs> listen, I'm not mad at them at all. I, I'm actually I like, the listen, they feed and they family. They they took it to a whole nother level. Yeah. I, I'm not mad. They didn't let the game play them. They played they, the fucking Exactly. Game. And, and the game got played. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, you're the ex-wife of Kevin Hart. Kevin mm-hmm. was also in Vegas this weekend. Yes. And I love the fact that you two can co-parent because we're both Very friends well. with Michelle uh, Epps. Mm-hmm. She's going through her situation. It's a little bit more rockier than your situation when you guys uh, separated. We didn't hear, really hear a lot of drama. I feel like, if anything, you guys have figured out how to co-parent and how to operate as one family. How? Well, there was well, some well, stuff it, it, out there. Yeah, I won't say it wasn't always. Was it? I missed oh, it then. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, there was some stuff. I never heard anything. Well, <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was definitely some stuff. I mean, to your credit, mm-hmm. I will say that... Um, you handled it, you know, with a lot of dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really awful, painful situation. This is your marriage. This is your kids. This is your family. Yeah. And, you know, it just see, it seems like it was the old story. You know, the old story of where, you know, guy has the wife who's in the trenches with him, yeah. builds the family. Then once he gets on, he trades her in for a younger, a younger model or whatever the case was. And that's by all appearances, mm-hmm. what it kind of looked like to people. And then the worst part about that is, is how unfriendly people are to women, you know, yeah, and how very, and how she's very. embittered and she's, motherfucker, yeah, I'm bitter, <laughs> God damn it, this is my family. <laughs> and then there was also the, you know, the question as to whether or not there was some overlappage, you know, because. But see, I didn't see all that. Maybe because, oh, but maybe because Tori and I are friends, like l- literally people think I'm just out telling everybody's business. Mm. When you're when we're friends, I literally don't get in your business. Like right. I, I don't get in unless it's something and it probably was crazy online. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. but I just am very particular about my friends. But how did you manage because we've never talked about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never asked you. How did you yeah. manage that? Because the one thing that I said to Tori, because we've talked about on the show with Kevin's career, even mm-hmm. with like where I look at mine or this, whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes you look at the journey, you get tired like fuck. I'm ready to quit. Mm-hmm. But it was Kevin's story of how he, it took him 18, 15, 18 years to mm-hmm. get on. Mm-hmm. You were there through all that. Mm-hmm. I was there when he was selling sneakers. Ain't wow. even never hit a stage. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know he was going to be a comedian, nothing. You guys met in college, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. We went in a theater arts class. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that where you met? Yes. Really? Community, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... so as you migrated to L.A., did mm-hmm. you ever feel like you all would both reach your levels of success or get to where you are and did you feel like this was going to be a romance that would last a lifetime i did i actually did i um we had big plans i mean we pinky sweared we did the whole you know i'm getting in and after that it's your turn i mean we shot a commercial together we shot pilots together mm-hmm. like we did a lot of stuff together um actually even on his last big special mm-hmm. um i was in philly with him and he gave me a big shout out on the stage and was wow. like i would not be where i am today if it was not for my ex-wife mm-hmm. wow. so you know we Beautiful. we we both understand i was there when he got a star on the walk of fame mm-hmm. you know it's we we do have a bond that it, it can't be broken. And you're you both know? are amazing parents to your children. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And and that's the thing. Our kids come first. Mm-hmm. And See that's that just too. how I am. I mean, even when I was in Vegas turning up and partying all weekend, Sunday I was like, okay, I'm coming to get the kids. I'm taking them to breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, because this was his holiday this time around. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, but my kids is like right down the street from me. Nah, I'm taking my kids to breakfast. Right. So, so, yeah. what, so what was the journey in be, being Kevin's wife to becoming friends with his fiance? Ooh, that was a well, now wife. <laughs> no, because because now to wife. know Tori, Tori, mm-hmm. you're very um, 
you're not publicly messy, mm-hmm. but you're not a punk. Oh, like she's you're not, not a, you're she's not a, you're, you're not a doormat. Like I no. don't, but you're also, I think you think of your kids. I don't know. I'm just assuming, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, what was that journey like? You did? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that journey like? Well, honestly, I had to stop drinking for two years. I wow. decided to stop drinking. I started a fast during Ramadan. And I basically said, you know what? I'm giving my life to God right now. So I had to really focus and dedicate myself to God. I would wake up every single day, fast and pray, fast and pray. Um, and just ask God to lead me and guide me so that I wouldn't become depressed. Because I just felt like if, if I kept doing the things that I was doing before, not that I'm an alcoholic or anything like that, but I did drink. And so I was like, you know, I can't have any substances in my system along this journey. So what I did was is I prayed. I um, was constant in the church. I would speak to my children a lot, just making sure they were okay. And my main thing was to make sure my kids were happy. How how old were your kids when you guys separated and then it started getting messy mm-hmm. in the divorce? Or how old were the kids at the time? Um, so my daughter was six mm-hmm. and my son was, he was about three and a half. Okay. So how were yeah. how were the kids responding to, you know, possibly the stress of the separation and then the divorce and maybe just kind of the acrimonious you know mm-hmm. the level of of acrimony in the relationship. It was it got bad for acrimony. a second. Right? Okay. She, okay. 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 Wait, wait, wait. wait. So so for the <laughs> so for the sake of understanding the cast, she finds all the facts and she uses fucking words that none of us niggas know. Okay. I love it though. I love it. Okay. When shit got fucked up. Okay. There we go. All right. <laughs> so I kind of thought that's what it meant. So but. so basically, how did the you know because people think that kids don't know what's going on. Yeah. Kids feel the energy you know I I remember when I was you know six and seven and my parents were going through a horrible time Mm -hmm. and I felt that the energy was always there whether or not they tried to hide it from me so how how did the kids kind of respond initially and you know where are they now well you know what I think my son was too young to know Mm -hmm. Uh, my daughter she was a rider she had my back Mm, she was yes heaven is a gangster she (laughs) had been here before like that's my rider right there. My son is too. Mm-hmm. But you know, she was just like, mom, I just got you. Mm-hmm. Just know I'm here At for six, you. At six, she said, I got you? She, Shit. I'm, I'm telling you. Makes she's... me almost want one. <laughs> no, I, kids are very, very smart and very yeah. resilient. But mm-hmm. you guys are also very uh, involved with yes. your kids. Your kids yeah. are not like sitting around with a nanny somewhere. They, no, you're involved. No, I don't have a nanny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Was it Because I've, I've, I've been to Tori's house when she said party. See, Tori, <laughs> Tori's party. Was that your party or your kid's party? That was yours? Whoever's was that, that, I think that was my party, but the kids' parties be just as. I was just up. about to say everybody was having a good time. Kids had their there were animals. It was like a farm. I'm like, where the fuck am I at? The zoo. Shit was lit. Oh man, big ass house. Oh, you're talking about the kids' birthday party. I don't know whose party it was, but I was yeah. there and the kids was there. And we she was all party. She has a party. Kids have a party. It's all turned up. Yeah, you have to party with your kids. I mean, because I'm not gonna lead them out, so they could just mm. see. I mean, they had their section, and you know, they had the the petting zoo, and mm-hmm. I had the bouncers, and then for the adults, you know, we had the fun stuff for us too, but. Yeah, my kids, they they know what's going on. Okay. They know mommy likes to have a good time. Good. Well, what what did it what did it look like when you and Kevin decided, okay, enough is enough. You know, like this spillage into, mm-hmm. you know, the public forum needs to be reined back in. Like what did that conversation look like? Who who reached out to who? Like, yo, we gotta we gotta tighten it tighten up the ship. Ooh, well, I actually reached out to his wife. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I was See, like, I said, I can't, I can't, I'm not, I cannot keep doing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, this has got to stop. Yeah. You know? And she was just like, I feel you. I understand. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I reached out to her. Cause I was like, you know, for some reason I really couldn't get through to him. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the next best thing is to reach out to her. And right before I did that, I got on my knees and I was like, God, I need you to help me. Like this is, I'm done. You need to show me how real you really are. That is maturity. Wow. And, that yeah. is, and, that and is big. I'm I, sitting here. I I'm trying to have known Tori for years. I ain't never asked her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I got up from praying, and it, the first thing that came to me was call uh, Aniko. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and so that's when, what I did. So how that conversation, was she surprised that you called? You know, I think so. But I told her, I said, I'm calling in peace. I said, this is a call that's calling in peace. And I said, we have to squash this. You know, I said, we really have to end this. I was like, you know, I don't know if you've talked to him. I said, but I don't like where this is going, and we have to fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Damn. Yeah. So when you all first got together, was there ever a meeting with the three of you to sit down and say, okay, let's figure this out? Or how did, how did that dynamic happen? Do you know what? There was never really no official meeting, anything like that. Really? About a first impression. No, yeah. I, I wasn't open to it. So, you know, I'll, I'll admit I wasn't going to be open to it yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? But now that I've seen images of the birthday parties, because mm-hmm. she... This was my thing. Again, I know Tori. I don't know Kevin. I, I do like Kevin. I've mm-hmm. met him a few times. Mm-hmm. And I and you've never said a bad word about Kevin. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you get around your friends, you be like, that nigga ain't shit. Yeah. She's never, <laughs> ever mm-hmm. said he, a bad he, word. He's a good guy. No, I and mean, I've never heard yeah. a bad word about yeah, him. Yeah, we just ain't work out romantically. So yeah. I've seen pictures of Nico and your children. Mm-hmm. How did, how did, did she ask for permission to start posting pictures with never. you and her and your children? Never. Because I, I you know, because Oh, no, yeah. no how, in the beginning, I because yeah. no matter how friendly you get, <laughs> mm-hmm. bitch mm-hmm. got a picture with my kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, that that could be offensive. It really yeah. could. How did you take that when? Well, in the beginning, it hurt. I'm not gonna lie; it was very hurtful to see my kids with another woman. Mm. You know, but what I did was is like I said, I had to dig deep again. I my, let me give you a little background <laughs> about myself. Okay, um, my grandmother started a church. She was a minister, very strong woman. Mm-hmm. My aunts, two aunts, are ministers. Three uncles are ministers, so I know how to get and tap into God when I need to. Um, And that's what I did. I really just used my upbringing and dug deep and just really asked God to humble my spirit. Whatever you're, God, you're taking me through this journey for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because there's a big outcome happening for me. I already knew it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this is a part of my story. Mm -hmm. So I just humbled myself and I took it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take it. I'll just take it right now. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to, you know, go and do what most people do and start writing stuff and do all that. Cause I was like, that's only going to fuel the fire mm-hmm. even more. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I just took it. And eventually I was able to deal with it. I asked God to cover my heart and to, you know, pretty much cult it, cover it and help me to get through it. Mm-hmm. And once he did that, I was like, Oh, okay. It's not so bad. Actually. I was like, okay. So I just added it as I got another babysitter to help me when the kids, when I got my auditions hey, and I got stuff right. to do, <laughs> I, I had to flip it and say, okay, I just have more help. Mm. Do you think the kids liked her or they had to grow to like her? Or was it same way with, with you? Was it just how first, like, they was trying to adapt to everything? Did they um, ever come and say, Mom, you know? You know, my kids are very, very, you know, smart with their word choices. Mm. So they never really said much. Um, and like I said, they were kind of young, too. Gotcha. But, you know, it's always, they always let me know mommy's first. You know, Mom, you are our only mom and that's just what it is. So that's their way of saying, you know, you ain't got to worry about anything. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, when Tina Turner left Ike, she kept mm-hmm. Turner, you kept Hart. Hell yeah. So what? Hell 
Oh yeah, I kept heart, and well, I'm gonna keep heart. And I'm, even if I, I remarry, I'm gonna get hyphenated. Because you earned it. I, I, I'm a heart. He yeah. gave me the name. If you ain't want me to keep it, then you should have never gave it to me. Yeah. And that's, that's just how me. I feel. And not to mention, my son came to me one day and was like, "Mom, what's your name?" And I was like, mm. Tori. And he was like, no, what's your full name? I said, Tori Hart. He was like, oh, oh, so you're still Hart? I said, yes. He said, please don't ever change your mm. name, mom. And I said, honey, I'm not. Me and you, we're hearts. Me, you, heaven, we're the three amigos. It ain't never going to go nowhere. Mm. So, yeah, you know, I love your relationship with your children. Yeah, and I yeah, like so the beautiful. fact that you can. And Kevin doesn't want me to, you know, change. Yeah. He's never came to me and asked me, you know, it's just what's understood ain't got to be said. And that's just why it ain't never been talked about. Wow! Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Like your kids, your kids seem to be some, some really well-rounded human time. beings. Oh. Yeah. One time I met her kids, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about a ball full of joy on yeah. ten, yeah. funny, heaven so articulate for her age. It yeah. really it shocked me. I'm just mad I haven't been invited to any birthday parties because the birthday parties was lit as hell. I'm looking at her the, birthday the parties. I'm, I, I'm texting my father like, y'all niggas ain't never did no shit like this for me. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, so when you heard that Aniko was pregnant, did it mm-hmm. bother you? You know what? At first, I had a little jolt and I was like, oh, but I kind of felt like it was going to happen Happening. anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, okay, it's here. But my kids were so excited about it, and I was with them that I was just like, okay, they're excited. They have a little brother that's coming, so let me just be just as excited right. as they are. That's mm. good. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's oh. good. That's it's, She has a great attitude. That's the yeah. power of love. It's not going to change. Yeah. You know? Nothing's going to change. So I'm not going to walk around bitter and block my blessings. I mean, I was hoping for a diary of a mad black woman Hell situation. No. Rolling up, pulling shit off racks, burning houses <laughs> down. Shit, I'm like, what Tyler Perry at? Let's get another movie going. No, they've, no I, I think that they've set a really good example of, yeah. of, of two people who understand that at the end of the day, children are, will, yeah. are, are would be the pawns in the whole yeah. situation, you know, and a lot of people, they, they don't, they just don't do, they don't just don't I handle wish, things the same I way. I wish me and yeah. my daughter's mother had the type of uh, relationship you and, and Kevin does do because it's, that's the hardest thing yeah. to do is sometimes when you put the kids at the pond and put them in the hot seat. And it makes a lot of shit bad, either It'll good or bad. It'll destroy them. I've seen it. And that's yeah. the one thing what, what, I was like, I don't want my kids to not be happy kids. So mm-hmm. what about Laura Govan and Gilbert Arenas? Clearly, they're very active on social. You're active on social media. We're all friends. It's Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I'm friends with, with Wait, both of them, It's right? all Hollywood. <laughs> I, I won't say, okay. So I was friends with Laura, and then mm-hmm. I we interviewed her here at the show. She mm-hmm. said she felt like she was Nicole Brown Simpson, uh, OJ's wife, who got murdered uh, by OJ. That nigga's getting out. Um, but <laughs> I love you, man. No, she felt like she, she, felt like she was going to be murdered. Oh, shit. Um, then I met Gilbert at mm-hmm. Melissa's house, who mm-hmm. had stopped over because their friends yeah. were all friends. He mm-hmm. was actually really nice. I'm like, damn, Gilbert Gilbert's hella cool. Yeah. When yeah. you see their relationship play out online, what 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 do you think? I mean, because you've been through the, all of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I hate it because yeah. our kids are best friends. My daughter and uh, their daughter are best friends. Our sons are great friends, and I hate it. Those kids are at my house probably every other weekend. Mm-hmm. Like Just like my kids, Laura's picking my kids up from school today. Mm-hmm. So I hate to see it because I'm friends with both of them, and it breaks my heart because I see what's, what it, the effect is on the children. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart. But what, I mean, what is it? What is that like? You know, sort of catch you, but what is that like? What, what, does conversation, do you overhear the kids talking about? stuff that they've seen their parents say to each other on social media. I mean, honestly, everybody wants to know that. How are the kids, you know, digesting all of that, you know, just viciousness that's said between the two of them online for all of us to see? Well, I will say this. I I don't want to speak on their situation. Right, yeah. 
But I will say that I, I have noticed how it can affect the children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, I'm friends with both of them. Mm-hmm. So I've heard both sides. And mm-hmm. I mean, the media has heard both sides. Mm-hmm. But I will say they're both excellent parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wish Gilbert and Laura, I, I'm telling y'all straight, I just wish that y'all could work it out and just make it because it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. This small little moment in time. I mean, you think about it. 50 years from now, nobody cares. Because yeah. the Instagram posts and the news, that yeah. also lives forever. Your kids going to Google it. People yeah. going to yeah. see it. Yeah. What do you, how do you deal with social media? So now that you're not with Kevin anymore, mm-hmm. do you feel like, because I feel like sometimes social media is unfair. Yeah. Um, for example, I didn't really know the history of your relationship in terms mm-hmm. of like how long you've been together. Mm-hmm. This You are the mother of his two children. You yeah. were his girlfriend, then his wife, or his fiance, then his wife. Uh, you stuck with him through the trenches of his career. And mm-hmm. so well, however the cards played out, do you feel that sometimes because the marriage didn't work out, that social media not knowing all of that judges or is a little harsh? Well, of course. I mean, but it is what it is. It's mm-hmm. social media. If I didn't want to deal with it, I wouldn't be on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like, though, with everything that goes on, it's allowed me to build my platform mm-hmm. because I have a lot of women who reach out to me every single day. I mean, I, my DMs are full of women who's like, thank you for inspiring me. I mean, there was one time where a woman was ready to kill herself because her husband left her for his assistant. Mm. And she said, Damn. listening to your story helped me get through it. And what I did was she she hit me up on Facebook. I never go up on Facebook, never go to Facebook. And she was like, I want to kill myself. Please reach out to me, please. I called this woman up and prayed with this woman. And to this day, we're still in touch with each other. And I said, listen, honey, ain't no man worth your life. Mm-hmm. Like they come, they go. He can't take your kids. He threatened to take her kids. I said, he can't take your kids from you. I was like, you have the power. You have to understand your power. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's okay to relationship didn't work out so what Mm. life goes on and so from that moment on I already knew that God was setting me up with a platform Mm -hmm. so now it's my responsibility I feel like it's my responsibility to keep a level head to stay positive to stay focused to reach out to these women I speak on a lot of panels and I talk to women I do relationship counseling I mean I can't tell you how many friends come to me every day for relationship counseling Mm -hmm. so it's it's, that's just what I do now seeing different people take different paths because Laura just did um Ayala fixed my life and then yeah. we booked her at the strip club the other night. People was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Did you, Ayala didn't fix her life at the strip club. Why she can't go to a strip club no. though? I hate stuff like, why can't she go and see some strippers if she wants to see some And strippers? earn some money to take care of her kids. Thank you. Right. People so judgmental. Oh, I can't stand yeah, it. I call, I, I call them the morality police. Like, so, yeah, like shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Strippers Laura- need love too. <laughs> exactly. Stri- like, what's stripper wrong lives trying to get through college too. <laughs> so stripper, stripper's lives matter. Okay, so when she gets in the car, I go, man, I thought Ayala fixed your life. People aren't happy. She started laughing. Um, do you went okay? So when so we've kind of seen what's played out. And we talked a little yeah. about what's played out in their divorce. Mm-hmm. When you and Kevin divorce, what mm-hmm. does that process look like? You're in the room with this man who you see is just this my man, but he's yeah. a mega super mega superstar. Do you sit back and think? Oh, I was cussing his ass out. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm surprised I didn't get locked up. He had a good ass attorney, man. I was like, God, actually, me and his attorney are friends now. I was like, bitch, why I ain't find you before he did? Because she was a good attorney. So, you know, I was just looking like, you know, I couldn't stand him. I was just looking at this Hollywood ass nigga. And you know? you're sitting in the room. <laughs> and they can make some money. Look at him. He had his shades on. I was like, ooh, I want to whip his ass. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I was pissed. I was pissed. I lunged at his attorney to judge. I mean, it was it was a shit show. Shit. I, in I could the have room? Been in the courtroom. I was pissed because I was like, she tried to paint me as just a woman who sits around and collects checks. I was like, oh, he ain't have shit when I got with him. Come on. Like, come on. I had the money. 
Come on. <laughs> like, oh, oh, T.I. and Tiny. That's messy. It's getting really bad. Apparently. I never saw this coming. I thought it was just for ratings. I really thought nah, it was fake. It's real out here. Oh, yeah. I've never seen this coming. What do you think about it? I hate it. So what do you, what, what's she supposed to say? I love it. <laughs> I well, I want to know what she. I hate when families break up, period. So, I mean, I don't want to see this. Yeah. Like, I'm like, come on. So what advice would you give Tiny preparing for divorce court <laughs> against a superstar that may have a couple dollars left? That's hilarious. Stay prayed up and just stay focused, stay positive and get everything you can. Because <laughs> no shit is over, just get everything you can. Don't. It, this is war, so, baby. This is war. So you better go with, for the win. Wait. So when you were in that room with the attorneys and jumping across tables and all that, which is so crazy, <laughs> is it? Does it really feel like war? Like, Hell are you yes. really fighting for everything? You're that you fighting can? for everything that you think you deserve. And you know, it, it, it got to a point after that. I kind of was like, you know what? I'm just letting it because I was losing myself. Mm. Like that day when she was like, all she does is sit around and get her nails done, and mm. if, I was like, bitch. You said that? Like, I did. I jumped. You doubt that for a second? Like, Tor- listen, I tried to tell y'all. Y'all yeah. be looking at these. Y'all be looking at these Instagram posts to her heart talking about Jesus is Lord and because Kumbaya. Jesus still is Lord. But if <laughs> but somebody trying to take something from me. You're talking about my livelihood, yeah, and, and I work very hard, so don't make me seem like I'm just a chick that doesn't work. Because mm. every single time we put Laura Govan on Instagram with a new outfit, because she stays fly. Yeah. And I think that after divorce, people on social media expect you to be looking miserable and depressed and sad. You yeah. should be fly, right? Yeah. They, but then they, they condemn they you for, for the same they thing. Go, they go yeah. for her. Yeah. So what do you think? Do, do you think, that's what I was asking earlier, do you think like there's a there's a sort of preparation that needs to take place for social media when you're going through that kind of divorce? Like, were you prepared for social media? No. You weren't? I wasn't. Mm-mm, not what, at all. What'd the worst of it look like? The worst of the divorce? Like, the worst of social media's Comments. A, 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 okay. com- commentary on what the fuck was going on in probably the worst moment of your life. What did, What was the worst of it? Like, what, uh, oh, what that, really hurt you? That I was bitter, mm-hmm. move on. How you gonna tell me when I should move on <laughs> yeah. from... A man that I was with since I was 20 years old. That's all I knew. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, my whole 20s was with this man. Yeah. Right. So how are you going to tell me to move on when that's all I knew? Right. Like, come on. That's that's, that's not fair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I kept seeing him everywhere. I probably could have moved on a lot faster, but the nigga yeah. was everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. He was popping up on my radio. I'm like, Girl, gosh, damn. He popped up on is. you. Do y'all remember when Ride Along came out? He <laughs> popped up on the freaking Matt Quest. I was like, I can't escape him. That's the worst. He's everywhere. You can't move on when he can't get away from I mean, him. he was everywhere. And then even when I met Giovanni, he came over like, let's do a Vine together, Tori. Um, it's going to be about Kevin. I'm like, God damn it. I can't even do my thing. I didn't know that was that fresh. A, a, a lot of people didn't know. I'm an actress. I yeah. started off, we met in a theater arts class. You know, I've been doing this since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's just, he blew. So it's like, damn, I can't even do my thing. Did you ever feel like you disappeared in the shadow of his celebrity? Um... Not really, because like I said, we 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 had a national commercial together. Mm-hmm. We shot a TV pilot together. Um, I worked on him on a few things. It did the pilot didn't get picked up. No, but I mean, you, Tori Hart, the person. Um, mm, because I would damn. feel like some fans would side with the celebrity, not Kevin Hart, but oh, the oh, celebrity. Sure. Yes. yes. Yeah. Over what's really happening. Yeah. yeah, I did feel that way. Mm-hmm. I did because a lot of them didn't even know. And, you know, and I was like, well, damn, you know, a lot of his jokes were built on me and his family, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, y'all somewhere trying to hate me, but y'all wouldn't have got a lot of funny material had mm-hmm. not been for me. Right. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, so let's yeah. talk about you acting. OK, so what mm-hmm. started your passion for acting? 
But I mean, like, what was it that because you could have been anything? Mm. Yeah. I mean, she was a bartender. You were a firefighter, a pet collector. You were fucking <laughs> worked for the CIA. <laughs> yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. you like me? I was a professional all dog walker. Well, I wasn't the CIA, but mm-hmm. girl, I did a lot, a lot. I did a lot of stuff too. I'm a vet too. Mm-hmm. I was in the military. Mm-hmm. I um, were you really? Oh, wow. Yeah, army. Yeah, oh, well, happy army Memorial vet. Day. Well, we didn't yeah. even. We should have celebrated you know this that. weekend. Well, that's for the fallen. That's for the for the soldiers okay, okay. who died yeah. in battle. Oh, I'm glad we ain't celebrate. I'm glad we ain't celebrate you. Yeah. Veterans Day would be more for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I mean, and I guess that comes with being an actress, right? Mm-hmm. You, you try all these different things and mm-hmm. you enjoy. I was a phone sex operator. Get out of here. And no, that was one of my favorite here. jobs. Get out of here. Yes, yes. <gasps> no, you I were not. It. Okay, you know we're going to, you know we're going to ask you to do a little demonstration. Maybe just the beginning of the call. Maybe not all the way into where he's about to jizz, but maybe the beginning of the call. Yeah. So what are you wearing? I don't know. How no, does, let's go. Corey's like a sister. Uh, I'm going to have to look this Is this a... 1-800-LOVE-ME-DOWN. <laughs> Just... Um, yes, it is. How may I help you? Oh, uh, yeah. What's up? Uh, this is uh, Craig. Who I'm talking to? Uh, this is Tanisha. Mm. And I'm sitting here in my little short skirt. Oh. And I got my pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like, Daddy? Shit, whatever you got. <laughs> wait, so, wait, so did you literally do that, Tori? I made a lot of money. You have a really nice voice. Yes, I did. It was fucking fun. Right. I, I could turn into characters. Would you be like doing random stuff like filing your nails? And I would be sitting up in my bed doing just random stuff, drinking, watching TV, <laughs> laughing. Somebody say something. Like, ah! Then I got to, you know. Because you, you can work from anywhere. You can work from anywhere. And this Jesus. was, you know, when phone sex lines was really popping. Right. I mean, you can't make no money off of it now. But right. this is when I had first got to Hollywood, too. So I was like, I got to make some money. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Okay. I wish I'd had a job like that. I never thought to do well, we that. We can still, we can start it through Hollywood Unlock. We can start a Hollywood Unlock. Well, no, now, now you got is webcam girls. It's too okay, much going so on. Listen, yeah. now you got to be. You got to be busting it all. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You might see me at Girl Collection, you know, <laughs> if I can get myself up on a pole. Those and, bitches and got strength. <laughs> Shit. And nothing wrong with that. Nothing they wrong do, with do, that at all. Yeah, I don't judge. None. What? Yeah. None whatsoever. So is it wrong for me? Like, I feel guilty at times because, I will go back to this real quick. I look at Aniko. I like Aniko mm-hmm. from Instagram. Yeah. But I feel conflicted because I'm your friend. <laughs> Am I okay? Is it okay to like her or should I be like, real I ain't question. fuck with that bitch? Nah, nigga, you my friend. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so. No, no, it's, it's fine. You like who you want to like. Okay, so let's talk about some of your projects. So okay. let's talk about some of the things that people may have seen you in and for those that didn't let's introduce them to those okay well of course i was on a reality show called atlanta exes mm-hmm. me usher's ex-wife uh neo magnetta tamika raymond christina Damn, johnson all the exes. Mm-hmm. um yeah it was called atlanta exes so yeah. let me yeah. ask let me ask you a question mm-hmm. about that so when did that come about it, did you decide to do that to try to show people the other side of what was happening, like who you were. Like, I did. You, yeah. J- I mean, you know, Jason yeah. asked, did you feel like you w- became invisible and just the ex-wife of the celebrity you wanted to say? No, I got a motherfucking name. It's Tori Hart yeah. and I am a person. You know? I did. And you know what's so sad though, Melissa? I even, because I had to go to Atlanta to shoot. Mm-hmm. I even took them, I took them to the improv studios mm-hmm. where I, I found improv studios out there so I could do my craft. Mm-hmm. Class, they didn't show none yep. of that. Wow. And you know why? Because there was no drama. Yeah. Right. So I was like, shit, okay, had I known what i known, I would have made sure I, some drama popped off during that scene yes. so then they could have saw that side of me. Yeah. But I will say they did help me launch my product, mm-hmm. um, which unfortunately is no longer because oh, I'm skinny. in the middle, yeah, oh, skimpies no. of a lawsuit, but it's okay. Because oh. um, I'm about to 
to launch another new product, Hair Care Line, which is named after my daughter, Heavenly, and Heavenly Natural Hair Care. So, mm -hmm. you know, it just, nothing stops. I just always keep going. Gotcha. So, yes, that's the next big thing uh, launching July 4th. Oh, that's wow. dope. That's yes. great. That's mm -hmm. great. I mean, but, I've got an Afro. I've got natural hair. I, I got you, girl. I haven't relaxed you some in 12 products. years. I would love to try it out. Yes, I got you. All natural based. Um, I was away one weekend. Free. I was one way weekend and <laughs> she was hosting the show with some girls and she had her natural hair out and I thought she was at a Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I had on? a t-shirt with, with my picture with, with an Afro on. Yeah. yeah. And Good I had my you. Afro. Yeah. I almost put a, you know, I have a pick with the fist. Okay. I almost put that right in there. Good for you. Almost. No. But then I thought said I have a pick with the fist. You know that? Because I hate that. They, you know what I'm It's like this. It's this. You know, a lot of people ask me why I went natural. Like, you know, what it, I'm like, I'm just lazy. Honestly, it just gives me extra time to sleep. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just really don't like doing my hair that much. But now that I got into it, I'm really feeling the movement. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I got into it. That's another reason why yeah. I rock the, the yeah. Senegalese twists a lot. Because I'm yeah. a lazy bitch. Lazy. It's too much other stuff going on exactly. to worry about waking up every day, getting a weed yeah. and doing this and then got flat iron and then if it too yeah. much humidity. So, so Melissa's allegedly 40 years old now. And she <laughs> well, is, she, if she is, she's goddamn beautiful. And guess what? 40 looks excellent. Thank but you. she's at yeah. a point. She's at a point in life now where she's debating on whether or not she should have kids. At 40, do you think a woman, is that a, if she doesn't have any kids? Mm -hmm. she, nope. has, she has nope. a dog. No secret kids. Dog. I, I, do have a, I do have a dog. <laughs> no secret kids. Yeah, no secret kids. Do no. You, so should Melissa have a kid at 40? What do you think? My mother had a kid at 40. Mm -hmm. My mother was not. I know. We talked about that. Okay. Yes, Where you were. Yes. I know. Well, I mean, Janet just had one at 47. Dang. You know what I'm saying? saying? I think. Was she 47 or 50? Well, she's 50 now, I think. So she her had kids, the. Oh, well, shoot. Well then, well, then 49. That's even. Baby's like a year now. Really? Is it so. a year? Already? I might Something. be wrong. Listen, I, I know I'm the fact checker. Hold on, let me check some facts. God damn it. Why she looking for that? Would you like, do you see yourself having Well, that was going to be my segue after Melissa oh. answered her question, but mm. go no. ahead. You're done. I'm done. Finito. I'm finished. <laughs> like, are my you... kids are 12 and 9. I'm living my life. Are Jason, you, you see, I be living <laughs> my life. Are you medically you finished or are you like just No, done? I could, I'm probably pregnant. I could be, I don't know. I'll be popping plan B pills. Yeah. No, but um, no, I just don't want anymore. I'm living life. Like yeah. I'm actually okay with you know the three days I get off a week, mm. I can just go and just live. So you at that problem? I have right a boy. Now. I have a girl. Perfect combination. I'm good. So you, so yeah. you have the kids four days. He has the kid three kids three days. Well, I mean, we try, but he's traveling a lot. So you know, and when he's traveling, I take them. But if I have stuff to do, he takes them. Like we have a really good system. Yeah, the our, the court, you know, it. We don't even abide by that. Dang, yeah, God bless that. Okay, situation. so I made a mistake. The baby's only like what, for like five months old. Yeah, okay. I was like, what are you talking? <laughs> like you aged Janet's baby in two years. Listen, let me tell you, so much happens in a fucking day. I was like, that kid must be like, you know, forty now. You know, yeah. so I don't know. Now, do you, now, do you think? <laughs> Jan, do you think Jan, I think Janet Jackson's a scammer. Do you think Janet Jackson is a scammer? <laughs> listen to why? Because listen, she married this man who's a billionaire. Yeah. Her prenup said if she stays with him for five years, she gets half of what he has. Yeah. She stayed with him five years, had a baby, left him five years and two months. Scammer. No, she just, he was doing some bad things in those five years. What was he doing? And she was fed up. Okay, she <laughs> you, was fed up. That's in the divorce day. But she just said, I'm going to hold out for this. Irreconcilable differences. It was done. Apparently, he's not ever going to date a black man again. Black, I mean, a black, black woman, woman again. What? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of David McIntosh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I just think it is what it is. Shoot. Get him before he get you. Mm -hmm. Which mm -hmm. leads me, is there um, a man in Miss 
Tori Hart's life right now. There was one. Do you know who his ex-manager is? Yeah. She the one that we, yeah. Damn, <laughs> yeah, she laughing from her soul on that. <laughs> she, she did take a pause That's like, nigga, That's how I what? met him, dude. Uh, yeah, he was managing both of us. Yeah. yeah. Wait, everybody was going to ask who? We don't need to mention need, She's not going to say his name. Okay, let's we call just, him Voldemort. Let's yeah, him Voldemort Grutsky. <laughs> so back to the question. You got a boo right now? Ah. Uh, no, I'm just doing me. I don't, cla- I don't claim nobody. Okay, okay, so I guess you and Jamal are no more. Or are I mean, you guys we're just friends. like seeing where it's going? I was going to say we're, Faith we're Evans friends. is my favorite artist. Yeah, we're Ooh. friends. Faith Wait, Evans. Ooh. Faith Evans used no. to be married to Biggie. Yeah. I'm going to ask you that. Jamal, oh. Yes, he played the notorious. You know what? I met him. He kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Really? Mm. Yeah, he no, wasn't very Jamal welcoming. Is... Jamal? Yeah, yeah. The... He that might dude, have had right? a yeah. bad day, yeah, Gio. Well, for God's I, I sake, give, every, I give everybody one. Oh. I give everybody one. So Not next time mom. around, I mean, I'm gonna go every man you meet is isn't gonna fall in love with you. Shut the fuck up, Jason. <laughs> First off, somebody introduced me to him because I'm kind of important, and that's how I met. Mm, lies but I'm gonna call him soon. I'm be like, yo. No, Wait, so are yeah. you two? You two are dating now or no? We're friends. Okay. Yeah. But you were very public with him at one point. So when did you friends on him? No, we're just, we've always been friends. People just assume stuff. Right. That's that's like my homie. We're actually working on a project together okay. called Turn. So um, we met on set and, you know, from there, it just. And he's yeah. in the new All Eyes on Me movie. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking in Vegas this weekend because I was saying that I was pitching something to LOL, which is Kevin yeah. Hart's new network. Mm-hmm. And you were saying you have a project at LOL. Can yeah. you talk about it? I mean, I can, yeah. Okay, it's a prank show. I think I think it's fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, prank my ex. And, you know, I had pitched Kevin a few ideas before that, and he's no, no, no. And he liked this idea. <laughs> so do you follow normal <laughs> protocol and go through the office, or do you just call Hell him? Hell no. <laughs> Listen, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I love Troy because I don't call for favors. I, don't call, I think one time I needed to reach Kevin for something. Mm-hmm. It was something for Floyd. And you were like, him and Floyd know each other. So I said, oh, well, shit, i just go through Floyd. I forgot yeah. what it was. But yeah. um, I like that I had said I was pitching something to LOL. And you were like, send it to me. I'll send it to her. No, because I, I mean, because. You're he, not that yeah. Hollywood person that, because people out here, they'll be your friend, mm. but really won't help lift you up. But it won't support right. you. And you, right. you're yeah. not that person. No, I could never be. I'm from Philly. I could never, ever be Hollywood. I mean, I'll play the game, but I'm not. At the end of the day, if I like you, if I mess with you, then I think we all should win. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want everybody to win. I agree. Wait, yeah. I want to hear more about this pregnancy. My ex. What's the what's the the premise? Because he it? wanted he wanted to go after Yezzy Ortiz. His ex. <laughs> oh. She was through the storm with me on that. Oh, I was yeah. Well, I was, oh, so I you was, know about the restraining she, order she and all that? Th- okay. Yeah. She was. I was trying. I was. Trying. No, I know, but after that shit sizzled and fizzled out, she helped get me back on my feet spiritually yeah. and mentally. Because I was. That's going why I said it. I, people come to me now for relationship advice because they're like, "How do you did it?" And I I love it. I love. Seeing people up. So where's the book? I was about to say next up is the book. Okay, well shit. Let me name it when you do it though. That's coming. What's the title gonna be called? I don't give a fuck and you shouldn't either. (laughs) Well, that's a good title. I like that. No, 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 because if she's gonna get on the view, it gotta be something a little bit. I well, I was trying to be funny. Fuck. I was hurt once in my life. Now I'm better. Okay, here's how I did it. Okay, all the viewers are saying, "What the fuck is she doing on LOL?" Going back to that. Oh, okay. So prank my ex. So prank my ex. So it's a you know it's a show about pranking your ex, and it's it's funny, it's lighthearted, it's nothing malicious or anything like that, and it's just bringing exes together in a good way. So you go out and you do it, you know, you're, you're pranking your ex. Nice. Pretty simple. Yeah, the, the title alone is what it is. And so you and start shooting when it. when you start shooting that? Uh, July. Yeah. 
I got so, an ex that I'd like to prank, but he's in jail. Um, oh, well, we can't, we can't. You can still get it done. <laughs> in all honesty, Maybe that's I who go, I think you're going to end up with because you talk about him. No, a lot. but you know what would be interesting? We don't end up with no jailbird. No, he's really cute though. If I am going to listen, if I am going to prank my ex in jail though, you yeah. know what would be funny is if I got locked up and put in the same cell. That's hilarious. That would be funny. <laughs> I wonder how you make that work. Can you do that with a jail? Well, like, will they participate no, in TV? Oh, no. no, yeah, no, yeah, that's not going to work. Why don't you just tell? Why don't you just call him and say you you're straight? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a prank. prank. Well, first of all, I can't call him because he's in jail. And say, and say we're having a baby. I don't know. Right. Like we're getting married. We're having been a baby. In jail I don't for know. Two that, years. that would be hilarious. Okay, okay. I don't know. Okay, so what? I, I've been what, known what's to funny turn is I wish Jason straight. was straight because I used to think Jason was so damn cute. We are not going to go there. <laughs> and I used to be like, Jason, you sure you're not straight? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this girl slid in my DM the other day. She was like, "Okay, nigga, I know you gay, but I'd still fuck." I was like, "Please stop messaging me." <laughs> I don't understand why girls do this. Like he, he, his DMs are popping with women yeah. who are literally trying to be. Listen, because most of their men are leaving them for me. Damn, bro. <laughs> Please let a, me know. Oh, you know, I would if, tell, you know, I would call you. I don't tell people business, but I would definitely right, give you that warning. So I would call you and be like, Tori. <laughs> okay. Let me know. Okay, so what is the, what is one of the biggest misunderstandings you think people have of you? No, Giovanni, can you hear that? Maybe that you're a doormat because that's the for that would be a um, miscon that would be a misconception. You are, I think a, probably, like I said, a firecracker. I think probably oh, that you're um people you. probably before <laughs> they get a chance to really talk, you probably they can assume that you're a asshole, like a, like b word. Really? Yeah, a bitch. Because you have a very strong personality, strong aura, intimidating oh. aura. Oh, okay. I yeah. will say that, and and little do they know, I'm the. Most the hostess with the Moses. I have the most fun. Yes. I yeah. I mean, I mean, I do have dreads, so maybe that could be the whole. Thing. I'm wearing a turban right now, but uh, hilarious. A Nick Cannon. <laughs> I've never, I, I've never heard, I've never heard a word, a bad word about you here in Hollywood, oh, and either, I, I keep my ear open. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We were with just, uh, we were just with Claudia Jordan in, um, in, in Vegas, and mm-hmm. she like adores you. Like any, yeah. anytime your name comes up, nobody has anything bad to say. You are, you're yeah. very, very well liked. I will say that. Well, I do try to stay out of drama. Mm. I mean, I've been in a few situations, but for the most part, I do try to stay out of drama. You like you got them hands, too. I mean, you know, I've beat up a few people in my day. <laughs> I've been in juvie. I mean, I thought I was G.I. Jane. I won't lie. That's why I went she to the military. She was in the military, military dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I mean, yeah. I'm. That's the probably they think I'm just this, you know, I don't know, this misconception is that I don't get down like that. But no, yeah. I, I will get down like that in a minute. So, yeah. so do, you, do, do your kids say anything about the current state of our country with the president? I'm just going to ask really quick about Donald <laughs> Trump because they can't have you come through here without asking you what yeah, you think of Donald Trump. Yeah, we ask all our guests about Donald Trump. And what, what do your kids ever ask anything about <clears throat> politics? Well, the, heaven was really scared. She was like, if he becomes president, mom, I'm moving. And I was like, where? Where are you going, little right. girl? Like, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... She's okay with it. Now, she is scared of ISIS. I will say that much. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, ISIS was supposed to bomb Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she was really, really worried about that. But, um, you know. I forgot all about that this weekend. Yeah. They were supposed to. (laughs) And she was like, they're here? And I was like, don't you ain't got nothing to worry about. But, um, you know, I don't. I just think it is what it is. He's president. <clears throat> we can't change that unless he gets impeached or he resigns, which we all know his head's too big to resign. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting to see what he does. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I really am. Mm. For all of the people out there that are actresses or 
models or comedians or whatever that want to break into this business, what is one word of advice you would give them? It ain't easy. So you better work your ass off. And Mm. it doesn't happen overnight. It don't happen in a year. It don't happen in two years. I mean, some things could happen, but I mean, and even if it does, you got to keep pushing because easy come, easy go. So I'm glad things are happening later for me in life. And I asked you in in Vegas, I said, was there ever a time, because I told you I was watching Kevin's story, was there ever a time Mm -hmm. that he wanted to quit? Mm -hmm. Did you ever have to talk him off the ledge? Oh, yeah. I mean, we had those conversations and, you know, and he kept pushing, he kept going, but he's not a quitter, mm. you know, but you do have those <laughs> moments where, you know, you, you think that it's not going to happen, but then you'll get a call. Like right before I was late because I got a call from my agent about something great that's about to happen. So I had to talk to her. So, you know, and I have those moments where I'm like, well, I feel like I work hard. I, I'm funny. I'm on stage. I'm doing this. You know, I have my platform. So why why aren't I where I need to be? And then, boom, I get a call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just feel like you just always have to keep it pushing mm-hmm. and never, never quit. Mm-hmm. That's Real, it. Real life question. Yeah. So how do you feel about marriage? If Do you believe that it will ever happen for you again? How, like, What's your uh, ideas about marriage? Do you think it's necessary or is this like love is love and whatever? Like, I'm kind of jaded about it. Yeah. To be honest with yeah. you. I'm really jaded. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. I, I, um, I mean, if it does, it does. I'm not looking for it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I kind of like doing my own thing. I like being able to be free. And and if I want to date this guy, I'll date him. If, being you know, single is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I don't Idiot. really need to be married again. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You know, why I want to wash your dirty drawers again and cook you square meals a day and do mm-hmm. all this? Like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I have mm-hmm. kids. What, what can and you there's give too me? Many, I and take, you know. And there's too many young <laughs> niggas out here. And these young niggas is fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, <laughs> what do your DMs look like right yeah, now, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot of riffraff. It's not the, mm. the most. Not the rapper. It's, you said what? Not the rapper, you're riffraff. No, not, ugh, God, no. Please. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, but it is one guy who I'm excited about going on this date with. But yeah, you know. You can tell no. us. He's young. No, 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 I can't. Is I he can't. a celebrity? He is, yeah. Okay, Do so you didn't him? meet him on Tinder. On Tinder? <laughs> no, but I've been on Tinder. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it, on isn't it like it's, a wasteland? I go on it when I'm bored. Because I'm like, let me see what I could go shopping for today. <laughs> kind of, that's what it feels like. I feel like I'm window shopping when for some bored. new shoes. Yeah. But um, it's like going to DSW, you know But what I'm I saying? never do anything. I just do it and then it's like, whatever. Oh, that guy. reminds me, I forgot to hit Act up guy. this guy from La- huh? Act the guy you're talking about. Who? Is he, he's in a movie? He's, he's trying to get in late. your business. Yeah, I'm trying to see what it is. Oh, I'm not telling. Good. No, you might as well not even ask. Listen, I was I just at... I, I, was, <laughs> I, know who it is. I was just in New York last week at The View, and Chelsea... I called her Chelsea lately on the show the other day. It's Chelsea I'm sure Handler. she gets that a lot. Chelsea Handler was talking about she was on Tinder and yeah. how and and Whoopi was just like what, using your your face she was like yeah. well of course like I want them to know it's me like it gets me more traffic so does it bother <laughs> do people know you when they hit sliding your yeah gym? for sure and they're like is this really you and I'm like yeah it's me I'm gonna it's, set up I'm gonna set up Tinder it's today it's just fun Tinder's not for well no you I'm can. gonna set up yeah. Tinder no, but can. I'm gonna set my profile as a woman so it shows up in all the men's profiles and You're I'm gonna go hilarious. shopping no they don't do that. Because then they're going to be pissed. Why? Don't do that. That's okay. Yeah. You're hilarious. Okay, well, where can people find you and what do you want to leave everybody with? Uh, well, you can find me at Tori Hart, T-O-R-R-E-I-H-A-R-T.com. Uh, IG, Tori Hart. Um, Facebook, everything's Tori Hart. Tinder.com slash Tori Hart. Tinder. Um, <laughs> and, you know, look out for my new hair product, Heavenly Heart. 
uh, coming out July 4th, Independence Day. So we setting it off. Um, Wait, but what, okay. Um, prank my ex. Do you get to prank Kevin? Yeah, well, he would know. I yeah, mean, no, he he's would. executive producing. I think he's going to know. I think you're smart enough to figure it out. Yeah. Mm. The kids, yeah. they want to do it. The kids are excited. They're like, let's get them, mom. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but we got to figure out how we're going to do it. Right. Okay, well, good. Well, yeah. thank you for coming by and letting us get in your business. Thank you, Tori. Thank you so much, Tori. Memorial Day is officially over. Shout out to all our veterans and those of you that are waking up with a strange bitch in your bed. <laughs> Congratulations. It's Tuesday. Well, I don't know what day it is. It's, it's past <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. But you survived. That's the best Barely. part. Barely. Yeah. You were in Vegas for the majority of it, right? I have been in Vegas for five days. Oh, I'm surprised you're alive. You do. Well, listen, I didn't party <laughs> as hard as I, because I'm, 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 as I get older, I think my partying days are slowly declining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but we went out there because of the uh, grand opening of Girl Collection, mm-hmm. Floyd's Gentleman's Club. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing ceases to amaze me at this point in life. I feel like <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm that guy that, you know, in um, Charlie Brown that uh-huh. walked with the cloud over his head. That was Pigpen. No. <laughs> yes. No? Yes. Was it? Yes. What the fuck what is that? that? Is. Yeah, was Pigpen like, oh. was the dirty motherfucker. But that's the character I, in Charlie Brown? I, I, I lived for Charlie Brown. Oh. The well, comics. well, I'm not a dirty motherfucker. I know you're not. I'm grimy. <laughs> <laughs> I am grimy. Okay, but anyways, I went out there to to work. Mm -hmm. The first time we get there, Floyd says, no filming. I said, okay, cool, not a problem. So we're not filming. Camera's down. Mm -hmm. I take Andrew. Shout out to Andrew who saved my life this week, and I'll tell you about that later. (laughs) And Connor. So we we get there. Oh, and Keith, because if I don't mention Keith, Keith's going to go on and on and on about why wasn't he mentioned because he thinks he's the next Will Smith. (laughs) So fucking annoying. (laughs) All right, so anyway, we're there, and- Not Keith Powers. No, Keith, this little yellow nigga you're going to see in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Floyd meets him and he goes, I know where he met you, Instagram, huh? I go, Floyd, this is work. He's a part of the team. Shout out to all the Instagram thoughts. All right, so um, so anyway, so we get there. Floyd says, no filming. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. So Elizabeth Ruiz, who I told you, who we've interviewed before, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a dancer at Girl Collection, yeah. so she's dancing on the pole. Yeah, I saw her too. So yeah. as she's dancing on the pole, Von Miller walks in. That- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I'm sitting there saying, okay, Lord, now I know you're going to keep on handing me gems because it's the way that the Lord works. I've been listening to my gospel music. Okay. So Von Miller walks in. So I'm trying to do the best. Um, what's the dad's Homer Simpson and back up into the bushes yeah. where I could just disappear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm Sean like, oh, Spicer. shit is going down because, you yeah. know, I don't have security. He got niggas with him. Shit yeah. can go down. Yeah. But, you know, I think at those moments, that's when I would use the, the gay card, uh-huh. right? Like when a nigga like that turns to me to go off, I'd yeah. be like, nigga, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you going to attack the gay guy? Like the radio guy? I'm a gay guy. Okay, but anyway, so Von Miller walks in, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit!" Nothing in me said, "Andrew, start filming." Yeah, because we're we're not gonna we're not you know we're not there to report on the news. Yeah. So Von sees Elizabeth, Elizabeth, yeah, and he like retreats from that area. He right. tells security like, "I don't want to like she can't be over here, whatever." Yeah. So she so Elizabeth's moved, whatever. Mm-hmm. Von turns around to go upstairs to the VIP, and I'm standing there, so I just go, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> That was the beginning of probably the most craziest weekends I've had. Really? That? Well, because Odell Beckham came after. You know, oh. I like Odell. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. His credit card what? didn't work. No. Oh my God. It happens, though. That it, happens. Yeah. That happens no, he might have been traveling. And, you know, when you go from one place to the next, you know, different countries, then your bank is like, whoa, it's Listen, really yeah, you. Yeah. Shout out to Odell. Trying to give him an out. Well, in my case, it's like, nah, nigga, don't try it. <laughs> but shout out to Odell, who just signed one of the biggest contracts in history with Nike, right? Yes. $30 so million. So we definitely dollars. know he's got a couple of coins in the bank. But I don't know if the check, check went clear. Right. I don't know if the check cleared it because <laughs> the nigga swiped that shit a couple of times. It's like, eh, eh. So, you know, the most awkward 
Is dichotomy the right word I'm going to use? Situation to be in? Dichotomous, yeah. Okay. Damn, okay. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the dichotomous situation I found myself in <laughs> was Odell Beckham, who's dancing his ass off in VIP. Because oh, he's just dancing. Because he's just a walking dancing machine. Uh-huh. He's talking to the richest athlete in the world, Floyd Mayweather. Uh-huh. About why his credit card's not working. So Floyd looks at me. I'm like, you know he's good for the money. It's Odell. Come on. Like, so I, so Odell, I said, Odell, you got to get the party turn. He was like, you know that's what I'm here to do. So I said, Floyd, he's good. Just so front him. Line of credit. <sighs> Floyd went downstairs in the room. I don't know what happened, but apparently he ended up leaving. And then there's now there was allegedly a bill. Oh. For like, So I get a call from Floyd that says, call Odell and get $5,500 from him. So I call Odell. Mm-hmm. Hey, good morning, Odell. Uh, you have 5500 He was like, I don't own any, nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. So I just literally Homer Simpson out that conversation. Like, <laughs> out. I have nothing to do with it. But how this. was the club? What's the ambiance like? What the girls looking like? The club is amazing. The women are beautiful. He actually, you know, he flew around to different strip clubs around the world. I mean, the country to find the right girls. And he actually has imported them in from Miami, New York, all over the place. Mm-hmm. So he has some really good looking girls. But the bigger news that I want to like, the, this is the, like the global announcement that I think Floyd is going to invest in uh, me opening boy collection. Yeah, is that a you gay did. club? <laughs> a gay strip club. Like, I'll be there every wow. weekend. Would I'll you? be every other weekend. Would you? Yeah. I would too. Damn. Yeah, I'll be there every really, weekend. If, if you did that, bro, I'd be really happy for you. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be big. Well, first of all, let's talk about the interviewing process. Take off all your clothes first. Because it's not really sexual <laughs> harassment in that work environment, is it? <laughs> Yes. No, was, that that's definitely yes. that definitely qualifies as an yes. interview process for a strip club. Right. Take off your clothes. All of them. Yes. Everything? Yes. Yeah. I mean, like think about it. <laughs> From a visual standpoint, when me and my girls go to a strip club and there's men, we don't want to see anybody chilling with Webster. We want to see freaks in your pants. So what would you bring to an interview process for a gay strip club? A ruler? Um, what else? Um, an old VHS tape. Of what? <laughs> Of nothing, just to, as scale. Who's going to measure a dick against a VHS tape? You'd be First surprised of all, how many guys hilarious. have done that. These young people don't even know what VHS is. I know. I just aged the fuck out of myself. So what you would do is you would just bring a can of Four Locos, <laughs> <laughs> pop that shit open, drink it, and then lay it down and measure. Yourself. How about a Saint Ives bottle? They don't know what Saint Ives is. Is that even is that, around anymore? Is that, is that out too? Yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah, I heard that word. In back that to term, back, that back to more word. relevant times. Yeah. <laughs> So Adele's credit card and I work it. I thought that was it. Mm-hmm. Then I hook up with uh, Kevin Hart's ex-wife, who's our tour, who's our tour guide. Mm. <laughs> our tour who's guide? our guest today. <laughs> what the fuck? No, because I'm thinking of our, we were getting a tour of this hotel. Anyway, I hooked up with her to go to rehab, but we didn't have any VIP passes. Mm-hmm. So I sent Keith down there to finesse our way in. So we finessed our way in. Yeah. So the whole way I'm walking in, I'm there with Hazel E, which there's a whole other topic about that. Oh, this yeah. One over here. I saw that. So I walk in with Hazel E, and so as fans see me, from Love and Hip Hop, they're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, that's the guy that threw the drink in Hazel's face. Well, Hazel's right behind me. So yeah. they see Hazel and they're like, oh, oh. what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's been two years and people have grown. But anyway, so we go there. I end up on stage with Usher and me and Hazel and Alexis Guy, who was also on Love and Hip Hop this season, get on stage with Usher, Usher and they're twerking. So I take the video. My phone's on 1%. It's about to die. I'm filming on Love, on Hollywood Unlocked and I press send and then my phone dies. Yeah. I go back to check on my phone. Hundreds of comments, hundreds of thousands of uh, likes yes and everybody picked it up and nobody credited me damn did you watermark it episode of no i couldn't watermark it because it was literally i was filming as it was the phone was dying as soon as i pressed send it died i know that video was everywhere so i went on all the blogs and i was like this is jason credit my shit or delete it or i'm gonna fucking make copyright 
infringement uh, claims against your site. And so they started citing us. Right. But it was a good test to see how many of these hating ass blogs out there are following Hollywood Unlocked and us sharing our content. Uh huh. And so you saw it was everybody. Everywhere. Mm. Shout out to the Shade Room and Industry on Blouse, who were two of the first to credit us. But yeah, it was just like annoying. Yes. Okay, so then I get to the club. Floyd says, the next morning he calls me, says, I want to book everybody tonight. Just book everybody. I said, mm-hmm. okay. You know, we're going to get Melissa, of course. We got to get Claudia Jordan was in town. She got rent due. We got, um, who else was in the <laughs> Nikki Baby had just landed from mm-hmm. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He called Laura Govan. I called Alexis was in town. Hazel mm-hmm. was in town. Mm-hmm. Who else? Was that everybody? Uh, Erica Mena. Erica Mena. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I threw myself in there. Yes. I'm officially the first man to host yeah. Girl Collection. <laughs> Just want to say that for the history books. I feel like there was one other person. There was the girl, um, Glacy. Yes. She was on there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I even Rocky saw her. Thunder. Mm. Yeah, who the hell is that? That sounds like a WWF. So there, there were a few people. But anyway, so <laughs> Erica Mena gets to the club. First of all, I have to collect everybody. Yeah. Let's even before we get there, Hazel E's boyfriend, Rose Burgundy, who's on this season of Love and Hip Hop, gets in a fight with Sincere Show oh. in the lobby of the Palms. That little nugget. <laughs> so I'm at Floyd's house. Phone rings. It's Hazel. She's like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what happened. A fight just broke out. Rose and Sincere. I don't know what happened. I said, oh, my God, where? In the lobby. I said, oh, shit, that's going to get back to Floyd. She goes, no, it's not. I took care of everything. As she's telling me she took care of everything, the phone at Floyd's house is ringing. And then I hear his assistant pick up the phone and said, we have an incident where? With who? What happened? I said, the call's already been made. I got to call you back. <laughs> so a fight breaks out. Michael Blackson's ass happens to be there filming it. <laughs> With commentary in the background. Oh, this mother sucker. <laughs> so that shit goes viral. So we put that up. Okay, now we're at the club. Oh I get God. all the girls in the car. Everybody's there. Erica Mena comes. She's <laughs> taking her long time to get there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Erica gets to the club. And I love Erica Mena. Let me start by saying I love her. She's a lot of good energy. She's always turned and she's beautiful. Super turned. Beautiful body. She's amazing. Yes. And a lot of energy. You're right about that. She also has a lot of conflict that goes on in her life when she meets up with bitches that she don't like. She ran into a woman, some girl that she doesn't like, and she commits to going off on her. And then the threat of throwing a bottle in the club happened. This is girl collection. This is that girl collection. Damn, that's crazy. So then I think she was either asked to leave or she just left. But either way, she wasn't there at the end of the ninth. I knew the girl. Cherise something. Yeah. What is their issue? Apparently it was something I have, over no, a lawsuit. I, I, that I have no idea. I've known Cherise since she was like, you know, I, fuck how long? Maybe like 15 years. Her mom mm. used to make clothes for me. So that's how I know her. Mm. So I don't know. So I was like, hey, girl, hey. And the next thing I see, I'm like, whoa. All right. My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. Wow. That was, that was my well, My weekend thing. isn't done yet. I know. So I'm hanging out with Alexis Sky, who's mm-hmm. on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The next day I get an email and a message from this publicist who wants to pay me thousands of dollars not to run a story. I go, well, what story don't you want us to run? Because shit, I, every story I know about, I've already ran it. Deshaun Goldson, I believe is his name, football player, for mm-hmm. the used to play for the Falcons, had just signed a $42 million contract. He got money. Let me Google his ass. Deshaun Goldson. I, well, I saw him. Gorgeous, darker skin guy, football was he player. There? Yes, he was there with Alexis Sky. The <laughs> wife didn't want us to run the story that he was out with another woman. Mm. Well, we're running the story, ma'am. I mean, Ashley, it's not my tendency to create lies, but it is my tendency to tell the truth. He oh. was at the club. Oh, he was at the club. Not not the night you were there. Oh, okay. This was I was another like, night. I don't remember him. This was another night. I don't remember him. 
remember him. Okay. So that happened between the Eric and Minna drink throwing and the, sincere. I mean, no, no, wanting to throw the drink to the sincere fighting. It. But this is what I told Floyd. When you hire a love and hip hop to host yeah. your establishment, you're going to get love and hip hop. <laughs> what was he saying? Was he upset? <laughs> Floyd, Floyd does not like conflict. Yeah. I told all the girls, he don't like conflict. He don't like drama. Just come. Now that's dichotomy for your ass. Right. A boxer who doesn't like conflict. A boxer who creates <laughs> shit for marketing purposes. Right. Mm-hmm. So Floyd comes over. I break it down to him and he has a security deal with it or whatever. So we get through all that. Then we go upstairs to the VIP. I'm talking to Melissa. Melissa's standing near the rail. And here comes Hazel E and taps Melissa. And as she taps Melissa... <laughs> Melissa gives me this look like not this too like because there's been so much going on the whole night right Mm -hmm. and then here we go okay so I set all that up too you guys had a conversation we haven't even talked about it yet so here we are no no so my weekend recap was just no oh no no so you and so I'm setting up so you and Hazel used to be friends and you felt you've had your feelings about your relationship with Hazel outside of our stuff that that culminated in a lot of activity that re- the listeners don't know. So go ahead. Okay. So wait, Gio, what was the damn for? Because like, I'm just trying to get it in my head. Like I, like I kind of know what the history was. And mm. then on top of that, being in Vegas on top of that, having alcohol and mm-hmm. y'all. So like, mm-hmm. I'm really interested. And the first time they've seen each other in all these years, yeah, hosted exactly. a party together. So it could go left or right. Well, clearly, you know that I am professional at the end of the day, that nothing gets in my way of being a consummate professional and making motherfucking and money. That rent. Exactly. And making motherfucking money. So I don't got to like you to work with you. So, yeah, I saw her name on the flyer and I was like, and what? I'm going to do what I need to do because Floyd's basically like, you know, for lack of a better even phrase or ex- expression, he's like, our, he's like our boss. So I'm showing up. Um, he ain't my boss. That's my boss. Okay, my homie. Okay. Not his <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I, I get along with Claudia. I get along with Laura Govan. I get along with Erica Mena. Um, I went for the girls that I get along with, you know, and everybody else is just like, you can stay over there. I'll be right over here. And that's mm-hmm. how it's got to be. Um, and I had absolutely no intentions of, you know, speaking to her, communicating with her. And when she, when Hazel did come over to me, I know her as Erica. Like Erica Adams, that's that's who I know her. Government. As. That's how long we've known each other. So for a long time, very long time. Yeah. Um, well, no, let me rephrase that because when I when you stop being friends with somebody and years go by, almost a decade, you cease to know that person anymore. You think so? Oh, I absolutely know so. Yeah, I don't know nothing about you. You know, so and I'm it's not like I'm keeping up with you for damn sure. You know, so when she came over and talked to me, you saw my face. I was like, not now, not here. Probably not ever, you know, and then everybody just see the, the energy was crazy. Alexa Sky is in the background. Like, I'm just like, can you can, can both of you go that way? Like, I don't I didn't come here for this shit. I came here for a motherfucking paycheck. You know, she's like adamant about speaking to me. And I was just like. But the good part about it, this is the good part about it, because I didn't live through all of the history and people that mm-hmm. are listening to this don't even know why there's even basically conflict. basically. But wait, but let yeah, me say this. Okay. What I did respect about what Hazel did and even how she's approached me with our own conflict Mm -hmm. is, you know, after, like you said, when you stop knowing somebody and you cease to know them after, Mm -hmm. people do grow and people do evolve in their own world. Not knowing if that's happened in her case, but I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. I think the way that she, I think her intentions in talking to you were pure. I think so. I'll I'll definitely. Because she called me and she said, I know eventually I want to come on your show and I know that that's your girl and I know it ain't happening if we ain't getting along. She said that. Yeah. And I said, okay. And so she talked to me about her point, but we haven't talked to you. So, right. so for the audience that doesn't know the backstory, 
So well, you want to sum it up? You know, the backstory, the backstory is that her and I were friends um, a long time ago. Um, and we were friends for a while. And, uh, you know, and I... I was friends with her in spite of the things that people used to say about her. Like it wasn't, you know, just regular gossip shit. People used to warn me, you know, like you should not be friends with this person. She doesn't have good intentions towards you. She's not a real friend. And I was of the mindset of we're not, no one's perfect. And who are you to judge? And sometimes, you know, you have to learn by example. If I'm further ahead in my maturation process, I'm more than willing to be a really good friend and, you know, help. You know, See bring, the good in someone. Yeah, exactly. And bring somebody with me, you know, and help them grow. That's just, that's just the, that's my value in life. That's who I am. I can't stop that. And so, you know, I just think that her goals and her values and her intentions and, and just her desires were kind of polluted back then. She really desired to be famous. She, and I've said this to her. I said this to her that night. I was just like, I just feel that your intentions were really, really negative and I was a means to an end. And then when things went- She said you told her that you felt she ruined your life for I a couple of years. I absolutely did. I was just like, you have no idea the effect that what you did had on me. So basically what happened was when our friendship fell apart, me, you know, I exit stage left. I'm not, com I'm not combative. I'm not, you don't you like know, confrontation. I do not like confrontation. I'm a Scorpio, which is really, really strange, but I just go radio black on your ass. Like I'm invisible. I, you doubt your existence with how far I go with it. And, you know, I just decided it's a friendship that's over and I'm going to back out of it. And she had other ideas. And what, you know, what she did was she just kind of launched into a, a campaign on social media to try to not just discredit me, but it was a it was a vicious campaign to spread a whole bunch of like really awful, horrible, horrible rumors about me. And not only that, she in, she engaged other people who had, you know, who I wasn't friends with. So they gladly jumped into the fray, mm -hmm. you know, and I could say all their names right now, but it's not even necessary. You can you could probably look back in the history of Google and find it, you know, if you dig far enough and you'll see who was tweeting up a storm and saying these horrible fucking things about me. And she and what I hate is when people use something that is you know, partway truthful to, you know, to, mask a to, lie. to support a, yeah. a campaign of lies. And the fact of the matter is that we lived together for a short amount of time, wow. you know, and she used the exam, the fact that we just did to be clear. So it's not just two girls that don't like each other. Yeah. yeah. There's exactly. like a real That's relationship. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I moved, I moved to LA and I moved in with her because she already had an apartment. So I was like, well, why don't we just talk to management and get a two bedroom, which is what we did. I didn't know if I was going to stay in LA. This was just me trying LA on for size. So I didn't know if I wanted to make the full fledged a, you know, commitment of getting my own place and car and blah, blah, blah. So it was, that was the way that it worked. And we just, we probably just should never have lived with each other. Um, and it was, it was really, it was really, really hurtful. The things that were said about me. I and mean, she basically made it seem like I fucked every single athlete from every single professional league, like MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL, like that the fucking carpet was worn down to the nub from all the goddamn traffic. God, at I wish I was operated bed, like <laughs> seriously. Yeah. But meanwhile, in one, in less than and one. And for people that don't know you, you internalize all that shit. I really like somebody goes on a tirade and said I fucked Shamar Moore Tyson Beckford Odell Beckham I'd be like Psh. you wish I wish yeah. you wish I'd be like look y'all need to stop telling everybody my business yeah yeah <laughs> you know you're but you, you're the complete opposite yeah, and like I, that shit weighs you down it does I internalize all of that stuff and it just it was so painful because it's stuff that people would 
be apt to believe you know yeah. like okay melissa ford the video so model you know sense. of course of, of course she got to be a hoe of course mm. she got to be so, fucking all these people so and side- i was just like you know, in less than one year of living together, I had one guy come over. One. He cooked for me and left. So side note, Floyd and I were trying to figure out what the title of our flyer was going to be. <laughs> we had a meeting about this yeah. upstairs, right? Loving hip hop stars and video vixens. I said, Melissa ain't going to like that. You know, I saw it and I was just like, I'm just going to go. It didn't say video vixens, did it? Yes, it did. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Not my, Not the green flyer. Um, no, the one before it that oh, Floyd had said okay, to see, me. Okay, see, not my flyer, because yeah. I said, mm-mm, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was kind of, I was like, you know what? <laughs> okay, but anyway, so, the, back, so, so back so, to Hazel. Okay, what, go so ahead. basically, you know, just, you So know, you guys just, go in the corner. I'm one, I'm being nosy yeah. now. You no, got, no, no, we, everybody was. All no, I saw we were, was uh, no, eyes we on We were me. all, you know how, so, listen, you know how, like, your parents are in the room arguing and you know you're not supposed to be in girl folks business, but you, it's so damn juicy. You want to, so you sitting up there like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you see your boy arguing with his girl. I was sitting there trying to, but the music was so fucking loud. Yeah. What a goddamn DJ. Turn this shit down. But we're in the strip clubs. So, <laughs> um, so what happened? So you guys go over there. First, it seemed like you were really animated. You were just going off and she was talk, listening. And then at one point you guys were both talking. And then I seen you looked here like you had t- cried. Yeah, wow, you could yeah. really see yeah. that. You really oh, were up in the sound, business. That's that's goddamn. My, your business is my business. Well, because, you know, I because we were discussing it, I was reliving it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like I said, that. you know, it wasn't it wasn't just that it wasn't just that she, you know, her and all these people said, you know, talked about promiscuity and that I had all these men in the apartment and what lot whatnot. They said other really, really hurtful things, like but weird shit. That I'm a legal alien, that I'm atheist, I hate children. Damn. Uh, that I don't hate that, children. That one might I like be bad right. kids. Um, that I never graduated from high school, that I don't have a driver's license. Just weird fucking yeah. shit. Like, what's the point of saying that? But then calling me like cunt and call Damn. bitch 50 different ways a Sunday, ho. Oh, this, yeah, you that. yeah, you got a reason to be mad. It was it was horrifying. And not only that, it was from 9 a.m. until midnight. Yeah. All day long. No, no, no. And then every blog picked up the story. So it was humiliating. All my friends were calling me up and they were like, Melissa, stay the fuck off Twitter. And I was like, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm not going to I'm not going to address that shit because it's not true. So when you guys were talking, what was being said? So I'm saying this to her. I'm, I'm telling her verbatim how each and every single, like how each point affected me. I was like, and you used the fact that we live together. The truth of the, the truth of the matter was that to support that campaign. I was like, you tried, I was like, I, you tried to, you know, demolish my, my character, my reputation, how I make my money, you know, like uh, relationships were damaged as a result of that. Like it had a reverberating effect, like throwing a fucking rock into a pond and that ripple. I was like, and you just didn't give a Solid fuck. So was she responsive to that? She was. Yeah, she was. She because, was. She, and, yeah. And this is why I'm telling you that when I had my conflict with Hazel, I think a lot of it was built up because you guys didn't get along, and I fucked with you. You were my yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, Because I, 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 I would agree with that. She's never. She never before Love and Hip Hop had done anything to me per se, but yeah. I knew so much and had yeah. so many receipts. Yeah. And going into the show, I was ready. Like whoever is going to come at me is going to get it. it yeah. Just happened to be her. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of a lot of what um, I harbored against her was this, the stuff that you guys had. Mm-hmm. And but but what I will say is that well, let me ask you: did you did you feel like there had been some growth from her from when you knew her before to now? Yeah, I because, was. You know, she's kind of gone through her own stuff with cat. Yeah, yeah, yep, everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was. Um, I was. I was 
adamant about not receiving anything that she said. I, I, I will say that. And I will say this to everybody listening. Sometimes, you know, people are, people are, are, are committed to not liking you yeah. committed, committed no, to like mis- they're invested yes. yeah. in not liking you. Yeah, exactly. Committed to misunderstanding you, whatever, and just leave those people alone. But at the end of the day, I, I went into this with the mindset of I'm committed to not processing anything that she says. But then again, my values start to play a role yeah. and my value is I, I listen to people and I, and I do believe that we time happens, experiences happen, hardships happen, and they change us. And they most of the time change us for the better. We become very compassionate. Not we, to mention, you know, she's also now had a taste of fame. Yeah. Where now she probably understands. Yeah, we talked about that. Right? Yeah. Okay, so, because yeah. I saw like when the conversation first started, you both were like, tr- you were venting. I could tell it was all coming out. Yeah. And then there was a point where I could tell like, you were now listening, you were receiving it. So I, I thought it was amazing to see you even have the conversation because I know how you feel about it. Did you feel relieved? Did you feel like you got things off your chest? I'll, I'll, Did I'll you listen. feel closure? Yeah. Um, and that's a funny thing about closure. It's like, you know, when we want, we want, when we want that feeling of like redemption or vengeance or whatever, when we want something bad to happen to somebody that has done something to us, karma is what we call it. First of all, that's bullshit. Okay. I, as far as I'm concerned, karma doesn't even work that way. Karma is like, you'll come back as a fucking roach in your next life. But this life, you, you might be skating on through, you know? And, you know, when she did what she did, yeah, I wanted shit to happen to her. Shit, I wanted to push her off a goddamn fucking canyon. Mm-hmm. I did. Like, I had murderous fucking thoughts about this girl. We, we I, it's true. Like, I can't lie. And what I said to her, I am heavily conflicted right now because I don't want to believe that you've changed. I don't. I don't want to have this conversation because I'm forced to actually pro- like to deal with the fact that I feelings are starting to come back in terms of how much I loved you mm-hmm. as my friend. And it bothered me because mm. I did not want to like this matter. girl yeah. ever again. But, but this is the funny way God works. Not to get all churchy because you know we're going to go reckless in about 15 minutes anyway. Yes, exactly. I really feel like in terms of like her even extending an open door for me to... yeah. Uh, be able to uh, be forgiven for yeah. what I did to her and yeah. me to forgive her, whatever. Um, you know, sometimes we grow. Sometimes situations yeah. are put in our lives so that way we as people grow. Yeah. And I think that who would have ever thought y'all would have been booked to host a party together? That's the divine in an environment In an environment that's literally our environment with yeah. Floyd and our world, right? But, um, and for it to go down that way, I mean, and for her to be the bigger person to push the conversation. And yeah. for me, what she said was, you know, that used to be my girl and I know the shit wasn't all the way cool mm-hmm. and I felt an obligation to fix it. Right. Yeah. And I felt like, right. wow, that was good. That was good for her. Well, I mean, just, you know, to kind of give you um, like a, you know, lend my support in a way that I couldn't do before to what you had done. You know, everybody, I remember when every, when you called me and said, I threw a drink in Hazel E's face. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> The fuck, Jason? Like, I couldn't help. No, but, but when I called, no, just no, for, wait for the viewers. Mm-hmm. The call wasn't me calling and laughing about it. No, it mm-hmm. was. It, it was. was like, it was god. more like, oh my god, I don't know what I just did. Yeah. But I also know you, and I know how you feel about when you feel like you need to defend your friends. Sure. You defend your fucking friends. Yeah. And in my opinion, you were one of the only people that ever, even though it had nothing to do with me, it kind of still had something to do with mm-hmm. me. And you were one of the only people who ever like 
defended me Listen, against I come what happened. Listen, I come from I come from a place where I don't fuck with people that don't fuck with me, yeah. and I don't fuck with people that don't fuck with my people. Mm. I mean, because you know, I know in Hollywood too how people leverage relationships yeah. to oh, yeah. prove something. Yeah. Like, my oh. enemy's enemy is my best friend. So when I booked everybody, yeah. and we lined everybody up on the flyer, yeah. <laughs> Floyd looked at the flyer and he goes. Now, I don't know who on here don't like each other, but I'm sure there's a lot of conflict. <laughs> we all here in the spirit of making money. Yep. I said, you're damn right. Money yep. over everything. Yep. But anyway, I think it was good. It showed. I think it I think it was something that you needed to happen. And honestly, I've been mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to help this happen. There was no way you were going to be, be able no, to make it happen. I know. Yeah. And, and it was so organic that I didn't try. She yeah. just happened to be in town. She happened to be good, with uh, Alexis. She mm-hmm. happened to be Nikki Baby. Happened to call. Mm-hmm. It just all happened. Mm-hmm. And I... You said, I'm not going to talk to her tonight. She mm-hmm. wasn't going to talk, but I'm glad that it actually happened because I did see at one point, it felt like you felt, I, it looked like you felt a little better afterwards to me. Did, I, did it sober you up though? Uh, oh, everybody was sober at that part. We couldn't get drunk because there was so much conflict with the Erica bottle, with Nikki trying to play keys, yeah. Peacekeeper with that. With yeah. The, I, cl- I, I couldn't let the vodka marinate. Like, I didn't yeah. get a chance to fucking marinate. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fucking yeah, irritated. Shit like that with, can sober you up quick. Yeah, but the strippers were, pff, wow. Yes. They were, my favorite, I, it's hard to pick a favorite, but I really, really like the tall girl with all the tats down the side of her really huge ass. Uh, Melissa was in the club getting her Mac on, first of all. <laughs> Let's just not even go there. But second of all, what? I'm sitting here trying to tell her, like, Elizabeth Ruiz is right there on the pole, and she looks at another stripper that we know, and she's like, oh, I see her. And I'm like, no. And then you finally saw her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, wow. Yeah, I know. I saw her and uh, and and Anna Monroe, and they both yeah. saw me, and I gave them like a big hug. I was like, come upstairs. I love them. They're just okay. so cute. So, where do you go from here with the whole Hazel situation? Not just the meeting up, but the whole. I I just I basically said I was just like I need I need time to think. I really do. Like I I don't. She said I understand. I you know she was like she asked me, do you want me to make you a public apology? I was like, these are questions I can't even address right now. I was like, I'm still kind of overwhelmed. And this is just... But you do give her credit to the fact that I'll, she's trying. I, I have I have to give her credit. Yeah. I have to because, you know, and she did sound different. You know, she sounded like she'd been through some shit. shit. Yeah. And, I tr- and I tried to, you know, when she was just like, she thought that fame was everything. And this is another warning to people. Don't forget, like, you she know, was in a relationship with a guy where the police raided her house and put guns in her face. No, I, I trust me. I understand. She had way more than that yeah, happened yeah, yeah. to her her you know but when she was like you know she wanted to be famous i was like oh trust me when i say there is a whole lot of shit that comes with it that you are not prepared for you think that it's all it's gonna be you i'm famous i can act like an asshole now no shit comes along there's a and there's there's so much responsibility that kind of comes with it there's and just shit you can't account for it's not all it's cracked up to be and the worst thing to be is famous or visible and motherfucking broke mm. because the expectation of you to be you know to live this lavish but life this is why let me tell you something mm. you see me getting on a jet or whatever floyd sent the jet yeah but i'm bringing people with me for yeah. f- other purposes yeah, 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 or yeah. i'm working or it's something really I that's why I ha- I don't have a problem wearing sweats. I yeah. don't have a problem, and I try to just be as normal as possible. So when I meet people and they're like, "Oh, well, you're with the money team. You're here and there." Listen, these are all jobs. When you yeah. see me working, that's a job. Yeah. But that's why when you see the bow wow challenges and all that, yeah, you ain't never gonna see me stunt. And I said this to Floyd one day. I'm never going to be the sheep 
that follow you for the sake of taking pictures in front of your shit to act yeah. like they're your their shit. Yeah. I want you to teach me how to fish and I will go fish for myself. Yeah. Because I don't ever want to hand out and I don't ever want nobody saying they owe me shit or whatever. And yeah. I'm not going to fake a life. Like the fake it till you make it. Now, I'm going to tell you. Mm. There's, there's one thing about faking it till you make it that I accept, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're all in this journey. We're going on auditions or we're waiting for somebody to tell us if our show's got greenlit mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. And so aesthetically you don't want to look depressed yeah you don't want to show the wear and tear the journey's having right. on you <laughs> right but that doesn't mean you need to be flossing next to a jet a bentley with a whole bunch of gold chains and diamonds oh. if you yeah. don't own it that's yeah. right so yes. there's a difference like yes. you can fake it like i can fake happiness until yeah. i get there yes but shit um that don't mean that i'm all the way happy yeah mm. yeah exactly so you know these were these are the things that i would lessons that I tried to kind of instill in her, she wasn't receptive. You know, it, it wasn't, the message wasn't getting through the messenger she could give two some solid people, fucks about. You some know? people, and this got, is, this some is people back. got to go through it yes. to get it. Yeah, and You I, had already been through it. It's yes. like your parents. They yes. tell you, don't do this or else this is going to happen. Experience is the greatest teacher ever, you know? And so she just wasn't receptive to it at the time. And since then she has gone through, you know, she's gone through some real shit, uh, hard, you know, and stuff that even though I wasn't with, you know, I wasn't friends with her at the time, the things that I heard had happened, I was just like, I, I wouldn't have wished that on her. She anybody. said, she, she did say some real shit to me yesterday. Yeah. I mean, she said, by the way, because she was really happy that she had the chance to talk to yeah. you. So she said that. And then she said, all these bitches, you got checks this week? Because the first thing she did when she got booked, she called me, she said, do I owe you a commission? I said, yeah. no, I, I'm going to be taken care of. You're good. Yeah. No, none of those other girls did that. Yeah. But not that I care, but yeah. the fact that she did that, that was one. Then she said, you got to get back on Love & Hip Hop. You've been working hard to get that platform. You yeah. shouldn't have not come back this year. You should have did it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I can to get you back on the show. She, I'm already talking to producers mm-hmm. anyway, and they're mm-hmm. figuring it out. But but the fact that, I, you know, I just had to acknowledge something's changed with her. And mm-hmm. you don't, I don't know what that is, you yeah. know, so. Yeah, so but anyway. that, all that being said, that I, I do acknowledge that she is, she sounded she sounded different she sounded she sounded grown because one of the things she did say you know in that you know tweet firestorm was they were calling me old i was 32 at the time okay 30 fucking two and they were calling me old and shit like that i was like how the fuck are you talking about 32 being old you're gonna be here yeah. shortly it was just a simple fact fuck? that you had you was like you're, you know, you're a vet well, yeah. she, when i was 21 30 was old too no i so which no she was 29 when i was 32 <laughs> so i mean i was like are you fucking kidding me so anyways whatever like that was her then. I definitely think that there is a different her now. And and, and that's where it's left, mm. is that things were said, apologies were made. Well, apologies to me were made. And then, you know, we'll see. <laughs> so we're all in the Sprinter on the way back to the hotel from uh, the club. Yeah, yeah. Me, her, Nikki, baby, and everybody. Yeah. And uh, she, she's talking about, um, we're talking about, I, I, I just look at her and I look at Nikki, baby, and go, this is the first time we've all been together since the reunion, you yeah. know? And she goes, yeah, where you call me Toucan Sam and said I belong on a box of Fruit Loops. I said, <laughs> I said I'm sorry. Hazel, look, I'm sorry for that too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was crazy. But shout out to Hazel Lee for taking a step to mend old fences. And, uh, and shout out to you for being a big girl to have that conversation. Thanks. thanks. So, Gio, what did you do this week? God damn it. <laughs> We thought about you a so, lot. Uh, thank you. Thank you. you. Oh, oh, Don't speak for me. Okay, not, not that I didn't think of you. It's just I had a lot of conflict I know, to manage. I, uh, I hosted a, a Flex Dravaganza, something I host every year for the past eight years mm-hmm. um, for Flex. Um, his birthday was amazing. Um, I did Jake come out and support. Oh, and I was going to get to that. Okay. Jason actually came out and supported. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy you came, man. 
Sat Thank next you. to your girlfriend. We talked about you. Talked a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. I she, said, I said, Gio told me that you didn't like me. She, she said, that's not true. I said, I know. That's a goddamn <laughs> lie. She, she, she put her tail between her legs on that one. I'm out to that's check her on funny. that one. Um, she looked good, didn't she? She didn't. Uh, and then um, my daughter's birthday. My daughter's birthday was May 28th, so her birthday just passed. And yeah. I will say, you're a good host. I said to Gio, I said, you're actually pretty good at this. You're you have a lot of energy. You know how to keep people laughing. You know how to crack jokes that aren't too far left. There was a moment where he said, Jason Lee's here, and he he was giving me a shout out of the mic. He had the mic, and I looked. Because, you know, now yeah. I was in a... I was he I was in a powerless position because yeah. he had a mic and I did. I looked at myself, motherfucker, you better not say shit. Yo, the look is is like it's a crowd full of people just partying, partying. No, because there were a lot of download gay boys there. I don't know if you okay, saw them. I'm not I'm not that. gonna say their names, but they were stage right. <laughs> And they were hanging on every word for to see what you were going to say. And I was looking at you and look at them like, y'all niggas don't get happy because he's not going to go there. You better not try it. <laughs> no, no. But I was about yeah, to. And right when I was about to, it was literally just this people, just, just vision, all these people turning up party. And Jason's just like, because <laughs> I was about to roast him. And then um, daughter's birthday, happy birthday. Her, and then that was it, man. I just, and oh, then I'm, um, shit. What else? I was with Erica Mena the other night. That's it. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she, Erica comes up to me in the club and she said, because there was a security assigned to watch her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she was like, really? Security? Watch me. I said, I don't run the club. I just booked everybody. I'm not. I'm done. I literally haven't partied. I had fun at Flex Extravaganza. You did. Over there with everybody and uh-huh. had a good time. I didn't have fun that night with all these people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was work. Well, it, was, it was work for you. It was you. work, for sure. It was sure. work for you. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but okay. it was fun. Well, that was our weekend recap. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>